With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Yes, that's right, y'all. I'm Blackity Black, and that's Black, y'all. Hey, how you guys doing? It's the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Brothers Comics podcast, and we are talking Black Panther, the Black Panther review. The movie just came out a few days ago, and for that special occasion, we actually have the entire crew of original Brothers Comics on the line tonight, and we brought a white guy, which is, you know, extra special. So... (laughs) On the line tonight, uh, we have the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. Konnichiwa, y'all. Center stage. What's going on? That's right. Uh, we also have the female perspective on the line. Hola, what's up? Hey, we have the founder for Brothers Comics. It's Big Hutch on the line. What's up? That's right. And, you know, we did bring the white guy, but it is Black History Month, so you go last. It's 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 It's, it's Brother Beavis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Beavis is salty. We'll play this out on air since everybody wants to talk about it. All right, so last, uh, behind-the-scenes look at Brother's Comics. Uh, we, meaning me, the producer, set up a podcast last night for 9 o'clock p.m. to record on Saturday night uh, after everybody had seen the movie. Um, I had went out on a, a, essentially a day date uh, with the missus, and um, went to the beach and whatnot because it was 80-plus degrees here in sunny South Florida, and it was the first time to the beach in a very long time. So uh, we got home, had a couple of adult pops while I was at the beach, uh, got home approximately around 6, just uh, almost close to 7 after a shower and whatnot, and uh, I fell asleep, and I woke up at 4 in the morning. And so when I wake up in <laughs> at, like, 6 in the morning, I was like, oh, I forgot to do that podcast. And my phone got all kinds of messages essentially calling me um, a punk-ass bitch. <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically, go ahead and throw your darts so we can get started on this damn review. <laughs> <laughs> no darts? We're good. We can play it out live. I'm perfectly fine with it. I, I definitely I dropped the ball on that one. I couldn't stay awake. You, I don't know what it you, was. You got to back up. You got to you. It wasn't even Saturday. Like so, we last time we did our our uh, comic book cast, we're like, all right. So oh, yeah. we normally do this Thursday, but you know we can't do it Thursday because we got to go watch Black Panther. So we do it Friday. <laughs> Friday. Like, Hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, man. yeah. That's right. This so is this awesome. Been for like three or four days, if, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I so think the Friday Thursday when I night gave... at like ten o'clock, I'm like, uh, I got to go watch this movie because they're going to want to hear how much I hated it tomorrow. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I was out till one o'clock in the morning, Friday morning, 
to not podcast about it Friday and then get my, oh, my bad, my toes were in the sand, I can't go. <laughs> get him, get him. Yeah. It's also true, yeah. Um, my text was not sorry, not sorry this morning. It really was. It was like, really oh, sorry, my not bad. sorry. It was more uh, my bad, uh, you live in cold weather states. That was basically it. Because so, uh, yeah, it, it snowed here. We had like two inches of snow that melted today. We had like completely worthless snow. Like, mm. fuck you. See you tomorrow, snow. <laughs> <laughs> it's noted. All right. All right, so all that being said, um, I saw Black Panther Thursday night, full crew, uh, 7 o'clock showing. Uh, I think Sandman's first viewing, and we'll get to that here in a minute as well, <laughs> was the same as Thursday night. Brother Beavis saw it Thursday night. Uh, Hutch and Female Perspective, when did y'all see the movie? Friday. Friday night, afternoon? Uh, yeah, evening. Uh-huh. Okay, Friday evening. All right, uh, so... We're going to go through, I guess, a little bit of, uh, not a little bit, we'll go through the review here, and then Brother Beavis is going to have a story about seeing movies in uh, black audiences. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this might, this might be, be the last podcast I'm on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, more than anything, Brother Beavis, you probably should have hit us up with a, hey, I'm going to go see this movie in a black movie theater. So we could have told you, hey, man, I'm not sure if that's such a great idea right now. Mm-hmm. Man, because we probably would have dissuaded you from that one. But anywho, all right, so Black Panther comes out. Uh, the box office numbers for through Sunday, it's somewhere upwards of $183 million for the three-day weekend, uh, expecting about almost $220 million with the extra day for President's Day. So the movie's great uh, financially, made uh, close to $400 million internationally, or, you know, in, you know box office and domestic and international. Uh, all right, go around the room. Uh, female perspective, what was your thoughts on the movie? I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really did. Uh, I would put that as one of the best Marvel movies that I've seen as of yet. I mean, as far as relevance, the story, um, the look, everything. All right. Hodge, you've been waiting for this movie since Wesley Snipes said he was going to stay in it. What was your thoughts on Black Panther? I think it might be the best superhero movie out. Ever. Okay. Ever, mm-hmm. ever? Ever, ever. Up, up okay. to this moment, yes. Okay. Uh, Sandman, you've seen it now twice. I, I confuse you with three times or whatever as you try to exercise the uh, curse. Yeah, the, uh, the BBS, uh, BBS demon, man. Yeah. yeah, I got to exercise the BBS demon. But yeah, um, top five easily Marvel movie ever. I mean, it's relevant, smart, well acted, just across the board. I mean, it wasn't perfect. It had a few little things. Um, okay, it wasn't you perfect, said top but, five, so what other movies would you rank higher than that? Are we going to get into that now? Uh, so. Yeah, let me even not throw that there. Cause that could derail this into a two-hour Yeah, podcast. exactly. Why don't we come back to that yeah. later? Yeah, yeah that's a whole good new podcast probably. Yeah, All right. Uh, Brother Beavis, your text uh, when we were going over the reviews, you said the movie was good, but it, it had such heavy themes, like you couldn't even take your daughter. Yeah, like I, 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 I think it was a great movie, but at the same time, I don't know that I enjoyed it. 
uh, king on the word joy, right? Like it was it's not a fun movie in the fact that it deals with really kind of heavy and incredibly relevant themes and it does so really well. I think when you say it's a great comic book movie, I think it's not like a comic book movie. I think it's a great movie. And I I think it it you know, it it's like, you know, for for the Logans of the world and and the Dark Knights of the world, like it sort of breaks that mold. And so I mm-hmm. I I won't say it's not a great movie, but it's not it's not a fun comic book movie that I wanted to see. And yeah. I've I've got other I've got other beefs about like the portrayal of Black Panther, but but don't for a second let that come off as like I didn't think it was a great movie. Okay. Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie too. When I sent out those first couple of texts to y'all, I was like, I'm really having a hard time ranking it and describing it because it's not really like it's a comic book movie with it has a comic book character, but it's not really a comic book movie. You know, no. it seems like more almost Nam Shakespearean tragedy here and and, that, like, and that's uh, why i think it was so well done because it doesn't play out like the rest of the marvel movies like civil war and you know captain america and all that i mean those are basic standard you know comic book movies this one had a whole several different levels to it which to me made it that much more interesting yeah no i and i agree that's what i was saying like i don't know how you it's kind of hard to rank it like with the other, you know, again, we're using air quotations, comic book movies because it, you know, it, it was, but it wasn't. Um, so I kind of, you know, I kind of felt, you know, I, when I left out of it, I was like, I know what I just saw and I know that it was really good. I don't know that I can make it a comic book movie. Uh, so let's deal with something some that hit me. That, something that hit me in the last like day or two is like, you know, props to the medium of comics that a story like this could come out like right. you know right. there's like you know a story like this couldn't come from a vacuum and be received um and be seen to the degree it has except without you know you know like comics sort of brought this out and at the same time it's not of the comics so i i think right. that's that's one of the amazing things about it Right, I you know I think that I think this movie probably gets made without the Ta-Nehisi Coates version of Black Panther, but I think it would have been a completely different movie without the Ta-Nehisi Coates version, the Black the Black Panther comic book. You know what I mean? Like, because it draws on some of the heavier themes from that book, as well as kind of paying you know respect to the Hudlin and, and Christopher Priest stuff as well. So, um, yeah. All right, so let's look at some of the bits and the parts of the movie or whatever. Um, so what do you think of the portrayal of Black Panther? We get a full version of him, Hutch, you know, as opposed to the little bit we saw in Civil War. What do you think of Chadwick Boseman's portrayal and the actual character of Black Panther? I thought they were both awesome. I, I, he, I'm, I mean, I, look, let's, let's keep it real. Of this group of people on, the, on this podcast, how many of us have Black Panther come growing up? Growing probably up, probably you, probably you. <laughs> yeah, not as not a lot, not a yeah, lot. Not growing up, we we, yeah, we, yeah. we all like the Black Panther as a character. He was kind of cool, but I mean, he had like three or four series come out when we were growing up, and I mean, I might have one or two of them. Wait a minute, what? I thought I thought you guys actually read the comic. You didn't? 
I, I think, and it's probably fair to say with almost everybody on here, at least I can speak for myself and probably a little bit for Brother B. Not that he can't talk for himself. But, um, like, I think the first serious version of that book that I collected was the Hudlin, Hudlin version with John, Marita, uh, John Ramita. Uh, that was the first one I collected seriously, um, and that was probably 1997, uh, 6, 97. Shout out to Mr. Hudlin, who follows us on Twitter, by the way. So go ahead. So yeah, that's well, the first time. I mean, I didn't start really buying much. books until I was in college. And so there were not Black Panther books being written at the time. So my knowledge of Black Panther comes from the reread of the early days of the Avengers and Fantastic Four. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. My whole my whole knowledge of him was reading other books where he was just a guest star. Pretty much right. the same thing. Fantastic Four or Avengers mainly, and um, that was the main thing. I mean, yeah, I praised I some of his books, but I never really collected them. I mean, if right, I want to so do that, it, that's, that's my perspective too. I mean, I had a couple of books, but I, you know, I wasn't knee deep into the Black Panther character in the comic books. I'm, I, I'm almost ashamed of that. It's like full yeah. Black history, but none of well, <laughs> but <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. He's like, hey, who amongst us have read this book? Oh, me neither. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping it real. I'm just, I, I, I didn't say I, that I'm the overall knowledgeable guy on Black Panther. I really didn't read him that much either. I, I, feel, I feel dirty. Yeah. It's, a, it's okay. <laughs> but, I do. I really feel let's, dirty. Let's, but as far as it goes, um, his portrayal and what, what I know of the Black Panther. Uh, I thought it was great. I thought at the beginning of the damn uh, thing was going to be a part of National Geographic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have to admit, I thought, you know, in our previous discussion, I thought you guys grew up reading this comic book. Um, no, yeah, I was a little surprised no. to hear that, that you guys really didn't. Well, as he kept it real on one end, let's keep it real on the other end, too, is that it's not like he was a, a large character or whatever in the Marvel Universe for a certain time anyway. Exactly. And if we exactly. put this in wrestling terms as we've known to do, you know, he's got a more recent push uh, within the last, you know, he got this big push when Hudlin was writing a book and it, it pushed it all the way to this marriage with Storm, which was a, a lightweight disaster. And then, you know, there's been other versions, like I said, Christopher Priest wrote the book after that, which was probably a, a, probably the more modern Black Panther uh, that most people know for the comic books, and then now the Ta-Nehisi Coates version, which is a comic book, but not really a comic book, at least the first few issues, which is more of a political drama without superhero stuff. And, you know, and I've said this on, like, the Marvel Hacks or whatever comic book podcast, you know, like, you know, I, I read the Ultimates. I'm currently rereading it, you know, that, you know, the Black Avengers, essentially, and where he's the leader of that team, you know, and that's kind of like the, the comic book version of Black Panther that you're looking for. Like, if that's what you want to, if you want to see the Black Panther be, like, super smart, super rich, superhero, like, that's the version, because you don't get it in some of the, um, uh, you know, at least in the Ta-Nehisi Coates book. So, all right. Uh, Sandman, what was your perspective on um, Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther and the portrayal in the movie? Um, very, very well done. I mean, it was a continuation of um, this uh, his appearance in Civil War and this one. I um, I had heard it that he had he kind of acted it very mellow throughout the uh, uh, throughout the movie, and he kind of does. I mean, he there were a couple times he kind of breaks character with that, but that's kind of how he maintains that tone. But very cool about it. But I think it worked for him, and um, 
you could almost say that uh or somebody else say they could thought this movie Wakanda and it would have uh fit perfectly rather than Black yeah. Panther because it was about the entire uh entirety of that cast and it wasn't just Black Panther. Yeah, he was from from prominently featured in it, of course, it's his movie, but it was about more than just him. But um yeah, I loved how he did it. It was I thought he did it very well, uh he liked it very well. Everybody in, yeah. Brother Beavis, the portrayal of the Black Panther character and acting by Chad with Bozeman? Like I I thought his introduction in in uh Civil War was so good and prominent that like he hardly even registered in the in the Black Panther movie because I had already accepted that. And, you know, I, I just, he was the Black Panther to me at that point. And so, I, I you know, he didn't do anything in this movie necessarily to, you know, to, de- to deviate from that. And, in fact, it let me sort of watch all the other parts of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. The dude is a really good actor. He's definitely fallen into that role. Uh, hopefully he doesn't get typecast too much or whatever coming out of this. Um, but yeah, uh, I thought he did a great job. Um, you know, I, I, I'm always, you know, since Halle Berry did us so wrong as Storm in that first X-Men movie with accents, um, I was really like, pay careful attention to the accents in this thing. I'm like, come on, man, you can hold this the entire time. And he did a really good job of holding it. Uh, so yeah, it was a, a good run there for him. Let's throw it back to female perspective. Female perspective, this movie and kind of bro- and Salmon kind of touched on it where it could have been called Wakanda. It could have been called the women of Wakanda. Black women yeah. as superheroes, I mean, really almost made the Black Panther a secondary character in his own damn movie. What did you think about that? Um, yeah, yeah, the women were very prominent. I agree. All right. You know what, 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 <laughs> you, know what, what you know what wasn't prominent? Is like I don't remember a scene, like a cleavage scene or a gratuitous yeah. ass scene. Yeah. Up skirt. <laughs> right. Ladies, like, I mean, like even though, like, I mean, like Scarlett Johansson's not like the complete piece of ass in the Avengers movies, and she does have like the little black dress scene to open the Avengers, you know. But her stuff, you know, she's out there still. But it, mm-hmm. like even in this, like, other than maybe like the casino scene where they were in costume, like, it wasn't like tits out, ass out, you know, it was, it was, you know, their roles were solid, and they were, I, I, I never felt at any point like the women were objectified, and when yeah. they were, they, like, called the movie on it. Yeah, exactly. They weren't, it wasn't gratuitous, and they were as equals as, you know, again, as Black Panther. So, I mean, yeah, yeah I, I, I thought it was great. Um and, you know, I mean, kind of let's go through them. Uh, so, uh, for me, so like the one that I enjoyed the most, uh, I enjoyed Shuri the most. Um, yes. You know, it's a character that's, you know, not on a, you know, on a creation from Reginald Hudlin or whatever. But, I mean, just a great character, really kind of like a, you know, his weapons person. She had all the jokes. She had, um, you know, just a really fun character uh, to play with and, and you know, I mean, for I guess you know, for probably young like girl seeing a character like that, probably was just amazing. On top of that, uh, who was your favorite? I guess uh, Sandman. It's a tie between um, Shuri or um, was a surprise to me and Baku. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> female character, female character. Oh, female, female, female. I'm getting back gotcha. to Baku. Uh, you're right, 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 right. Okay, um, Shuri or the uh, general Okoye. 
Both of them yeah, were uh, wonderful. I love I love both of them. Uh, I mean, for different reasons. You already hit on Shuri. Okoye was she was she had good humor. She was very serious, very uh, straightforward. You respected her. Uh, I mean, she was pretty much a Black Panther's uh, right hand woman. You know. Yeah. Leader of the Door, Lalaje. I, I love her. Yeah. So when she said yeah. Wakanda forever, you believe that shit. You believe that. Um, shit. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Um, <laughs> uh, Hutch, um, favorite female character? Or did you enjoy the female characters in it? You had to. I mean, yes, I enjoyed them immensely. They, they, they were. It should have been called Wakanda instead of the Black Panther. It, mm-hmm. it gave you a great perspective on the on the country. It's you know all the details. And like it looks like men and women all work together to keep this country together. It was mm-hmm. great. Um, yeah. As far as my favorite characters, I mean, they all. I mean, that's really trying to pick the best kids. I mean, they all yeah. had their own group, <laughs> their own little thing they did. Um, you know, they they did spy work. They fought. They did. You know, uh, Siri was cute, basically from Double Seven kind of, and she was mm-hmm. funny. Um, and she, but actually, she got up into the field too in her own way, and mm-hmm. she had to do for that. So I mean, they all did everything. Siri and the general. Okay, all right, mm-hmm. brother Beavis, do you have a favorite one? I think probably Okoye, and and I gotta say, like it wasn't until the credits rolled and I saw her name again, I was like, oh, that's Michonne. I forgot about that. I really didn't like pay attention. Like I, I was like not really engaged with the movie before it came out. Like I knew it was coming out, but I didn't like get all up in it and look at the cast and stuff like that. But yeah, mm-hmm. you know, she that was a tough role of like you know she was honorable to the throne, you know, and. And, uh, you know, she had some great action scenes, and she really kind of kept Black Panther in check, so she was cool. Yeah, see, I thought she did a really great job as well. Um, so we got that. We got the ladies. We got Black Panther. Let's get to the villains. And, you know, uh, Brother Beaver says these movies always really fall on the villain. And so before the movie gets started, you think the villain is Claw. You know, like, well, Claw is in it. He was in it, you know, in, in Age of Ultron. And, you know, you kind of get that view of him of uh, in the bank scene uh, with this dude, um, <laughs> this dude that looks like every black dude I knew in college. Um, and it's like, uh, wait a minute, um, wh- what's going on here? And so our villain is uh, Eric Killmonger. And, um, you know, his his plot to being the villain or whatever is tied to, you know, something that happened with T- King T'Chaka and his brother, and, you know, the in Oakland, which, you know, uh, Director Kugler is from Oakland, so it was funny to have that tie-in in there. And so basically, um, I mean, God, I guess we're going to have to spoil. Uh, basically, King Takaka killed, well, he thought that he had killed his uh, his brother uh, for him being a traitor to Wakanda by selling uh, vibranium to uh, Claw and whatnot. But he's not real villain. The kid that grows up, which is... Um, T'Challa's cousin uh, is Eric Killmonger. He comes back to Wakanda to reclaim the throne, essentially. So what did you think of the villain? We'll let Brother Beavis go first on this because you are the person that always talks about the villains in these movies. Even even though it's February? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> All right. All right just token. token first. Yeah, you know, um, he, you know, he... He does come in like really sort of understated, like he's a pawn. And you have this kind of claw, bigger than life, sort of traditional sociopath. And, 
you know, his, his mannerisms and it, it, and the way he holds himself is real interesting. And like, you know, he's, he's sort of, he, he starts off like asking for information about the, the, the African display. And then he's like, Oh no, he starts schooling the lady on what she's seeing and stuff like that. So he's got this real sort of slow intro and then he sort of takes the backseat to claw. And then you realize like there's more to him than that. And he, you know, mm-hmm. once he stakes his claim and, uh, you know, he's, he, he's sympathetic in that you can kind of see where he's coming from. I don't know that you can sympathize with the choices that he makes, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I I think he was great. And, you know, I think when he was first cast, there was speculation about, actually, was he, was Chadwick Boseman, like, I'm trying to remember that, was there a point where there was a question about, like, was he going to be Black Panther or what? something else is going on. I'm trying to remember, but I don't believe so. Yeah. was some doubt of what he was going to play. I think when he was cast, there was not a lot of thought of like, he was the villain. Um, yeah, maybe that was it. Yeah. He was, you know, he, he definitely moved the story forward. And, uh, since, you know, spoilers aside, like, uh, my one thing is like the, the villains make the movie. My other thing is like, uh, you kind of need him for the next movie too. So yeah, yeah, and I'm gonna get and, to that. Yeah, and Marvel had done. Um, you know, if you start to look at some of the other movies that they had, you know, at least in Civil War, they took a really good villain and didn't kill him. It was like, okay, save him. You don't need to kill him. Hutch, what did you think about Killmonger and their choice to, you know, move him on? Uh, Killmonger was the shit. Michael Michael B. Jordan uh, played played that character to the hilt. He was great. He was awesome. Uh, I was when I came home, I didn't look up Black Panther stuff, quote unquote. I looked up Killmonger stuff. Nice. (laughs) And in the comic books, it looks like. He does a lot of dying and reappearing, so mm. I have to bring it back. Like every other comic book character. Yeah. yeah. No, noted. Yeah. But, I mean, but that, that's what I'm talking about. Like, when all the villains are the most important part, and if, if a movie inspires you to go look up the villain, it did his job. Yeah. He did, yeah. His, he did his motherfucking job. Oh, that's what yeah, I'm he did his job. I mean, he comes I, off I as... I point out that I thought the whole cast was, was great. I thought everyone was well cast and played their roles, you know, they did what they needed to do. But, I mean, they all worked well together. I, I thought yeah. the whole cast was, was really great. So let me yeah. tease on that. Did, do we think that Everett Ross was important and needed to be in the movie? No. 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 Yeah, no. That was just a tie to the movie. That was just a tie to the movie. But it was we all know why he was in the movie. You think? Mm-hmm. I, I, at that point in time, when you're that far into having this, you know, kind of pan-Africanism, African futurism or whatever, like, I don't think that they were even worried about putting one more white dude in that, or a white dude in the movie. I just, it, it, didn't, it didn't take away anything for me. It could have easily been played by somebody else in that role. My only thought is it's probably tied something into Infinity War. Yeah. That's the only thing that I yeah. can think yeah. of. Yeah. My uh, my thought was it would it could ju- it would would have been Phil Coulson, you yeah. know, just to just to make the link, and they didn't need to make him important. 
But that, yeah, that 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 was. It seemed at times like they made stuff for him to do. Like he was he was the Claire Temple of this movie. Like they they yeah. made stuff for him to do <laughs> just so he could be in it. Yeah. And it also seemed like during the second part of the movie, they were kind of just carrying him around. He wasn't needed. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Yeah. He was there. Yeah. And we'll get You're the pilot. You got to do this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he wasn't really needed yeah. for that. Yeah, they were definitely needing him. I just brought that up because you said the whole cast was great. I'm like, well, there's, there's only one guy. <laughs> he wasn't bad. I mean, he was Maybe fine. they were throwing me a bone. I don't know. I mean, I'll just call it what he is. He's the token. He's the token. He's the the second half of the movie is, you know, is not, I guess, as important as the casting. I mean, he played his role. He did what he needed to do for that role. Yeah. But, I mean, but think about it this way, Brother <laughs> Beavis. Ain't nobody, there's probably no white kid went to that movie and was like, oh, shit, can't wait to go to Target and get my Everett Ross. My Everett Ross. <laughs> I will say, I will say when, when Mbaku's tribe shouted his ass down, that was like yeah. the funniest moment in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was very funny. And, and, and if he was only in it for that, then that was worth it. <laughs> because, in a very respectful way, that didn't disturb anyone else's anyone else's cinema going experiences. I was enjoying that scene. So <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Uh, so. Okay, so yeah, so there's there's that, there's the women, there's our plot, there's our villain. Uh, I mean, yeah, I thought the dude was, I thought he was ridiculous. Like, he was literally every kind of air quotation woke black dude on my campus in college. Like, you know, he knows about all this other stuff that nobody would know about. Uh, he dressed exactly like that. He had a weird haircut. Uh, he was uber intelligent and spoke uber intelligently. Uh, and it was just like, man, this dude is crazy. And then you know, when he does make it to Wakanda and he does, you know, kind of put his, you know, like, hey, this is what happened. To me, I, I was cheering for Killmonger, to be honest with you. I'm like, uh, yeah, TikTok, you done fucked up. Why didn't you bring him back to Wakanda? What the hell? Like, I, I don't understand why you didn't do that. He had every right to be pissed off. And I had no problem with it. You know, he he had the perfect motivation. It made perfect sense. And, you know, that, like I said, at parts of that time, you kind of cheering for him and you know in his death scene his last words or whatever was you know nah throw me in the ocean where all my relatives jumped off these boats you know i was like well all right (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like that that he was i like that he was completely unrepentant you know i mean he didn't change at all i mean yeah he lost he's like yeah you got me all right it's don't bear me just throw me in the ocean and then the thing about the uh, the freedom i was like damn Cold yeah, blood, bro. Dope, yeah, man. yeah, that dude yeah. is dope. Yeah, yeah he's he's like, a, a great scene. All right, let's is look at some of the other. Though? Is, is he the best Marvel villain of all time? From the movies? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Sandman threw out there. You know, Loki is really. I mean, to me, you know, Loki. If we're looking at just the Marvel movies, not the 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 Fox movies, whatever. If we're looking at just the Marvel movies. Loki is really the only villain that they have out there that has made. It, well, that's not that. Loki and then uh, Zemo. Uh, I, I know he was in the movie and there was so much else going on that people forget the Civil War had a really good villain in it that they also mm-hmm. didn't kill. Uh, Zemo is a badass mofo. 
because he took the Avengers down without any superpower. Mm-hmm. And but um, but Loki yeah. and Killmonger have like the same story arc. Yeah, yeah. they're both yeah. like the disenfranchised child. The funny thing is, like Loki only wants the crown so he can hold it over people. You know, mm-hmm. Killmonger wants right. it because he wants to use that power to correct yeah. the atrocities in the world. So, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah, Killmonger had a, a, a deep purpose for his. It was a I jacked mean, up purpose, but yeah. So I since so. I, I too am Asgardian, I have to say it's Loki. But you know, if you guys want yeah. to choose Killmonger. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's black Asgardian. Yeah. <laughs> that's day yeah, one. That's day one. one. Yeah, that's day one. All right. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right, the, the, some of the other aspects of the movie. I think one of the texts I sent to y'all after I had a chance to think about that movie. Because we talked about this long before it was made on an early, early Brothers Comics podcast. It was like, man, Black Panther, you cannot put mayonnaise and call some Negro mayonnaise in <laughs> the movie because that shit ain't going to work. People will burn the movie theaters down. Well, they gave you mayonnaise and gave you mayonnaise and made you cheer for mayonnaise and made mayonnaise a, a nam sympathetic figure. And, um, yo, uh, the dude that played him, or Umbaku is now, he's not no man named Umbaku, he was great. Yeah. I, I thought that he character was, was awesome. Uh, female Spectre, you know who we're talking about? The dude in white, big, thick brother. That yeah, fought yeah. back uh-huh. Panther for the power. What did you think of him? Also. Yeah, I thought he was great. Uh, and I I liked his art in the movie, his, you know, how it, his character art. Um, yeah, I thought he did a great job. Yeah. I'm I'm not uh, familiar with how he's represented in the comic books. I think Touch said he used to wear a, an ape outfit or a costume yeah, or something like pretty that. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Basically yeah. what white and people think about black people. Get away with that. Yes, basically. Yeah. Yes. Basically, <laughs> yeah. And there was no way that that was going to happen in a movie like that. There was no way they could do man Hodge, what would you think about M'Baku? Can't call him man-ape anymore. He, I thought he was great. I mean... The fight scene in the beginning was great. Uh, his, you know, his him leading his people and, you know, helping out in his own particular way in his under his conditions. I thought that was great. He was the leader of his of his group. Yeah. They did they did a great job of world building just Wakanda. You know what I mean? Like there was, you know, oh you get all yeah. the different tribes, you get they all get name checked. You don't necessarily get a full version of who they are and what they are and what they're what they're about, but you get an idea of where they come from and what their you know contributions are to Wakanda. And um, yeah, I mean, man, I mean that movie was doing a lot for the little bit of time that it had. Uh, uh, Sam, man, you were saying before that you were a big fan of Mbaku. Yeah, that was complete. That was completely out of left field too. I I thought he would be just like a, maybe a secondary villain and you know dispatched. But uh, the, he was uh, give the, the actor credit. His name is uh, Winston Duke. Is uh, I, I haven't seen him in anything else, but man, he brought so much life to that character and uh, ends up saving uh, his ass in the in the uh, end. Black Panther's ass. Uh, uh, more spoilers, obviously. Um, yeah, yeah. Just just acted well with you know humor uh, when he was serious. Maybe he was serious when he was joking. Man, you were laughing with him. Yeah, so just a really good job. Yeah, so M'Baku, Brother Beavis. Yeah, I mean, he was the comic book element that I wanted a little bit more of in the rest of the movie. Um, Yeah, right. You know, he he was great. 
Um, and yeah, the the fact that they they figured out how to weave that in. But I I think you know you mentioned the world building in general. I think you know the fact that you know the idea of what if there was this non-colonized section of Africa that had this technology? What would it be? And it's not just this completely space age thing, but it's this space age thing that also has the trappings of what you think about Africa and and the street and things like that. And that was, you know, that was tough to imagine, tough to pull off. And the world building they did was amazing. Yeah. I, I again, when you again I that movie did a lot. Honorable mention to Atlanta. Um, Hudson and I recognize several locations where they filmed here. Uh, they filmed at the High Museum, which you've been to several times. Um, you recognize that and a couple of other streets. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Atlanta uh, because they did feel part of it here. Yeah. Oh, well, I think, I think that is uh, Marvel Studios' second home or first home. Is uh, Atlanta you now? Know. I mean, uh, so mm-hmm. much of that stuff is soon, you know, in and around the metro. So, all right, cool. Yeah. So, can, can, I got Can I throw a shout out to Ahmed? And I'm, I hate to sure. do it. Hey, this shout out goes out to fucking Disney. I, oh uh, no! Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, I have to second that because I they kept this really black, and I am yeah. really surprised by that, especially coming from Disney. I really didn't expect that at all, and or, they kept it very black. Very, <laughs> and, and they, I mean, they kept it very. The cast was black. The storyline was very uh, black centric or Afrocentric. So, mm-hmm. I, well, for what I know, anyway. Anyway, and you know that's I'm visiting all the props, and, and, and so I hate saying you it. Would you would expect them to water it down big time, and they did not do that. So I, I am, yeah, I have to go along with that, and that really hurts to do that. And to add to that, like, this does not forward the narrative of the preceding Marvel phases at all. It It's mm-hmm. completely outside the story leading into no. Infinity War, and that's probably for logistics reasons because they're making it at the same time. So mm-hmm. this is not a movie that had to be made. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yet we travel. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I mean, let's let's I mean, you know, we don't give Disney too many props here. This is something that they they didn't have to make. They decided to make it, and then they went. I mean, I told y'all. I think a lot. I mean, this is the blackest thing I've ever. Save for Black Lightning, the TV show. This is the blackest thing I've ever seen in terms of superhero stuff. Because, it's, I mean, it's almost done. It's, I mean, what? I, I, like, you don't even have Come the on. words. Well, that's a different podcast. But um, I think it more than anything, I think Disney, maybe in this instance, decided to take a step back. And it was like, if we get too involved in this, people are going to turn on it. And then it could turn on all our other shit, too. You know what I mean? Like, wait, mm-hmm. if we get too involved in this, then people mm-hmm. are going to be like, oh, well, y'all turn, you know, we ain't going to support these other things that y'all have putting out. And, you know, they let it go. And, again, yeah, they could have gotten involved in that and made it a watered-down version of, you know, uh, a cartoon version of that, and that's not what they did. So it's it's much appreciated, and it gives you some hope that some of these other movies that will be coming out won't necessarily – completely be tied to the, you know, the Disney comic book, you know, superhero formula. 
Well, you know what? I think uh, you have to give uh, props to Kevin Feige because, yeah. I mean, he's the, the reason that they have this MCU and it's working so well is mainly because of him because mm. you see what some of these other studios do with uh, the uh, licenses they have. And, I mean, they have some successes, but a lot of them are they usually turn on themselves after too long and stuff. I mean, you may or may not like Marvel movies, but they, for the most part, he makes the right call on those every time. And he just, he's, he's a brilliant at it. You know, he's, he's got good people around him, but he's the main dog in that. uh, Well, I think another part of this is that uh, the Marvel movies or Disney or whatever, is trying to branch out into different genres of making Marvel movies. They're not, uh, they're not, they don't quite fit into that cookie cutter, you know, version that Disney is used to putting out for these Marvel movies. Like this movie was more like a James Bond movie. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I kept thinking that the entire time. Like this is a Bond movie. Yeah, the casino, the casino scene. Yeah. So I mean, I think they're starting to branch out, which is definitely needed because you know before this they were starting to get repetitive and, you know, it's basically the same thing. And after a while, mm-hmm. you get tired of seeing that. And it was okay. starting to wear thin. Okay. Yeah, I, I can understand that for sure. All right. So we start to wrap this up a little bit. Um, I don't want to get – I mean, everybody likes the movie, so I don't want to go around with, like, thumbs up, thumbs down, or, you know, scales of 1 to 10, or however many afros you give it or whatever. Um, I do want to – do I, I I posed this question out on Twitter um, not that long ago because there's been so many like ridiculously hot you know freaking lukewarm you know takes or whatever. It's like oh well, black people are going to support this. Y'all better go support you know fill in the blank black movie or whatever. Why didn't Moonlight get this kind of support? Why didn't you know like whatever? And it's just like whatever. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> exactly. Why didn't they get this kind of support? So. The question is, keeping it in the comic book world and realm or whatever, okay, does DC have a character that... get the question out. Yeah, get, get, get it out. <laughs> does DC have a character that black, <laughs> that black folks would support like this? No, no, they do not. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, we're gonna go around the room. Okay, so Brother Beavis definitely says no. Okay, uh, Sandman, there's no, <sighs> no. I, you could probably try to. You know, I was gonna say Green Lantern, but he, uh, I'm talking about John Stewart. But uh, no, it's not the same. It still wouldn't be the same. So I gotta say no. Okay, Hutch. I did not see that coming. <laughs> I mean, they, yeah, you got John Stewart. I mean, they made Firestorm black. Therefore, I mean, no, they'd have to no. I mean, right. Yep. There, there's only there's only a hand black lightning. I mean, you can name them, and no, there's no DC character. I mean, their best chance is maybe a blue character, but not a black one. Yeah, no joke. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. And so DC has Cyborg coming out, and some of the hot takes were people was like, well, people are going to be supporting Cyborg like this. And then my thought was, I was like, first off, Cyborg is coming out. But secondly, but secondly, like there's no, there's no history or whatever. I mean, Cyborg's been around for a long time. 
but nobody gives a damn about Cyborg. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like he's not ever been given. Yeah, Cyborg's yeah. not holding the Infinity Stones, okay? Like, or the Gauntlet, <laughs> you know? Nobody cares about Cyborg. And so, like, nobody's going to be organizing children's, you know, bus trips to go see the DC Cyborg movie, on top of the fact that DC doesn't have any, you know, you know, skins in the game in terms of, you know, them, their ability to put out, uh, you know, a character of color where people are going to support. Like, so now is Aqua Bro, is Aquaman going to be that character for them? Like, are people going to go out and support them, even though technically he's not black? Not technically. And he ain't black. So, I mean, I, I, I you know, I don't know. Hutch, I, Hutch they, it, it, the only one that they have would be John Stewart, right? John Stewart would probably be the most established character, I would say. That I, I mean, now the the Cyborg movie. I mean, you know what? It's, after I mean, no one thought Blade was going to be any good. Yeah. I mean, Cyborg yeah. and Blade, as far as I'm concerned, are pretty. They're they're C level characters in the in their universes. Maybe Cyborg yeah. might be a little bit higher actually. But and let's yeah. see what Cyborg does. Yeah, that's what I'm. This hey, movie I don't, gave me I don't think that movie's even getting made. A C level character or a B minus character into a decent movie. Hey, can I? I want to step in for a second because if the internet um, inspired you to ask this question, I want to get a, a STFU to the internet because <laughs> aside from the let's vote down the movie. Now the newest thing is let me post this bullshit about how I got jumped when I went yeah, to see yeah. the Black Panther. Oh, oh yeah, and post like edited shots of fucking actors from shows. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, just it's so bad. the internet can suck a bag full of dicks. And and the internet and their DC love can also do the same. Yeah, and exactly. DC is never going to get to this point. They it's can't it's, even make a good movie about white heroes. <laughs> let alone black heroes. <laughs> so fuck them. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, you know what? I'm going to end this podcast on that. Uh, <laughs> Because I don't think I can top it. So, yeah, it, it it's, yeah, again, just to wrap up. So, yeah, Black Panther, that's great. My other second part of that was, so, obviously, we're going to get a Black Panther 2. I mean, that's just a given because it's going to make so much freaking money. You know, kind of around the room for the comic book folks, where could they go with this next then? You know what I mean? Like, you know, they go with Killmonger as your first villain. His, um... His role gallery really isn't that strong. I mean, let's be honest. Um, you know, again, we're just we just got man ape, okay? So you know, and, and chances he just, are he just killed uh, Claw and just killed Claw mm-hmm. and Killmonger. So and chances Killmonger. are he's going to need. But don't these characters come back in the in the comic book? Uh, yeah, yeah, they mm-hmm. usually, I mean, usually not in the movie. And then somehow miraculously yeah. they survive or come back they, or whatever. They would risk undoing all the good. Uh, karma they, they for this one. Yeah, yeah bring so, somebody back. They brought back Electra. What? Can you edit that part out when we? Yeah, when we <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a pretty lukewarm take. Too. Um, but more than anything, like 
you know, he's going to have to have a villain and he's going to have to fight in the world, I guess, so to speak, too. You know, and that and you wonder the sooner this as soon as he leaves Wakanda, you know, do you get a black, any black, black, black y'all moving or does it turn into what female perspective would be her biggest fear? It turns into us the regular ass comic book movie. You know what I mean? So, so the mm. well, the so the the presumption going forward is that having vowed to sort of uh, lend their technology to the rest of the world, that Wakanda becomes a target for Thanos when the Infinity War starts. Yeah. And so the the real question right. is what happens on the tail end of that? And mm-hmm. I don't know that we know enough at this point to know what Black Panther two would be because I don't know that we know what's going to happen on the tail end of Infinity War. Right. And so there's any right. number of like like there's a rumor they were going to do like Craven the Hunter, and so is he is he fighting some that level villain or is the whole story changed? I don't right. know that we know at this point. Yeah, uh, and I, I, I said to y'all, I see, see I see uh, Black Panther going at, going at Captain America at least at the beginning and then them working together. Mm, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. you, yeah, that could be that could be it. Isn't is Cap Shield like twenty five percent vibranium? At least it was. Yeah, I, I, think in the movie, I think in the like movies, I think in the movies, it's all vibranium. It's all vibranium because they didn't have the rights for a bulb. Yeah. They, they don't yeah. own that adamantium. <laughs> uh, yeah, that thing. Not yet. Yeah. There's another. There's another <laughs> movie company making emo <laughs> movies about adamantium right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, how did so how did Captain America get that vibranium? Uh, uh, it's been alluded Tony to Tony Stark's dad, yeah, Tony Stark, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Tony Stark's dad. So that was the original uh, robbery. Yeah. Mm. But he says, "Get this man a shield. Get his own ass. Get this man a shield." He might do a double. He might be going after both of them. Might be going after basically America. But Captain America's first. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, that's That's speculation, too. I mean, that's not happening. They're going to turn their one good black hero against everybody's favorite white hero. (laughs) Yeah, Marvel. He ain't everybody's favorite white hero. Well, he's Marvel movies. He's damn Marvel. Most Marvel people's favorite damn white hero. He's my favorite white hero. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I I wouldn't see that happening. I I, I said with the... And I think I text y'all for the comic books people or whatever. I said that, you know, you have this uh, Miss Marvel movie coming out or whatever. Uh, so you got Black Panther, you got Miss Marvel. You're two fifths away uh, to, you know, the Ultimates team. You know, you're just missing Blue Marvel, uh, America Chavez, and um, shit. I forget who the other person is. So I mean, you're you're really close. So, that ain't happening you know, either. Well, you a second team of Avengers. I could see no. that. They're they're gonna cobble together something out of what they have. They're not gonna put in more people. No, 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 no. Like I'm just saying, like if they could get introduced, and maybe we. I, I just, and y'all got to read that damn Ultimates book. Sorry, that's basically what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> this and book is I so good. And I want to ask you guys this: what uh, what are your feelings going into Civil War? Uh, Infinity, Infinity War. Infinity War. Uh, I I, I would love to answer that question. It it is already chock full of characters to begin with, and I just hope that it's not so convoluted with too many characters that you're trying to follow. So, I mean, what do you guys think about that? 
Well, let Brother Beavis answer this because we have discussed this on the Marvel Hacks, and he's he's got an opinion that I think a lot of us probably are very close to. Go ahead. So we've been we've been reading various comic book series where the whole premise is there's some world-ending event, and they gather twenty or thirty of their best friends, and then they decompose into wacky subteams that <laughs> then they go off and look for MacGuffins to a bunch of like a bunch of filler towards a non-spectacular conclusion. And the more I see Infinity War, I get terrified that that's exactly what's going to happen because they've got to get six MacGuffins and they've got a big bad with a team of like emo, completely made up, overpowered villains and they're going to have to team up with all the people they've introduced in in the universe so far to go get defeated for these MacGuffins for the big bad to get them all and then make a new movie. I'm And they're fighting aliens most of the time, which yeah. you can just roll through aliens without consequence. So I am terrified this is going to be awful. That's yeah. how I feel about Infinity War. Yeah. I'm leaning and, towards that too. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, he's, he's been on this since we started writing through these series, which, again, you know, uh, a lot of them have the exact same, exactly what he's describing, or all of them have exactly what he's describing. Uh, the only that my counter to him then and would be now is that Marvel has made so yeah. many strides to get to this point. Like they, yeah. they've they've, they've played, laid so many freaking eggs and planted so many flowers and plants or whatever to get to this point. It won't feel like it's like oh my god, everybody's in the same movie because. You you saw this coming for and what is it yeah. ten years? So mm-hmm. that's the only that's the only pull that it has from it. But again, their ability to manage all of these people in here without making it into you know something ridiculous will be interesting because you can't think of any movie that's brought in all of these different types of characters all at once. I mean, it's just I mean it's unheard of really. And, yeah, because you know, I had that I had that same nervousness going to Civil War, and Civil War was phenomenal, way right. better than Black Panther. Right. No. Say hey now. Right. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm. It's a, it's a little bit nerve wracking. So, all right. Good to know. All right. So yeah. So yay, Black Panther. So that's our review for the Black Panther movie. Um, and we start to wrap this podcast up. Remember, you did find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, TuneIn apps, uh, whatever your favorite podcasting streaming app is. Remember, this show is a part of the Brothers Comics Podcasting Network. Uh, find the show, find your life, the Marvel Hacks with these two gentlemen. And sometimes, maybe Big Hutch will maybe make it back to that show. Uh, maybe. The Brothers Comics Podcast uh, with uh, Big Hutch and Female Perspective. Um, the intersection with Malika Salam. This Week in the NBA with me and Will Stacks. Uh, bu- 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 the Unmasked Podcast. Um, the Mr. Robot Recap. And I Know What You Did Last Winter, our Game of Thrones recap podcast, which will usually <coughs> be recording here very soon. Very, very, very soon. Uh, are, are we recording it very soon? Very soon. Okay. Be somewhere. Yeah, very, very yeah. soon. Uh, I mean, again, hands around the table. Who has to work tomorrow? Because I don't. I, I do. Uh, I do. I, I never get a day off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They don't like I have to work every day in February. 
Mm, that's terrible. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. Well, yeah. well placed. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Doesn't have many days, so you got to work twice as hard. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Ah, uh, get no yeah. kids from Germany. That's it. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. Find a show. One of them has to be something that you like. Uh, I don't know. Whichever one it is, just get it. All right. So, we'll go around the room. We'll say uh, goodnight, everybody. We'll hold your uh, black movie theater story, Brother B, so we can keep coming on the podcast. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, uh, say, man, go ahead and sign off. All right, Nora, y'all. I will see you next time. Brother Beavis, go ahead and sign off. Mm-hmm. Female <laughs> <laughs> uh, Perspective, go ahead and sign off. Adios from the Female Perspective. Big Hodge, don't get fired, me. Killmonger rules. Nice. All right, we'll see everybody on the other side. Peace. Peace. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.